Hey everyone! What's up? Whoa, you're hot. Hold on. So that's right, I am. You are very hot in both mic level and attractiveness, Squeezer. Well, to each their own. <laughs> uh, it's uh, what's going on? It's getting a little. Uh, we're getting closer to my favorite time of the year. Um, Slowly, the summer. Oh yes. Summer. I, I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of the... Even though I am a fall person... Um, fall's okay. I prefer summer. I like fall. But fall's nice just because it follows summer. Like, if fall was, like... You know, if there was, like, winter and then fall and then winter again... I mean, it would be great because it's not as miserable. Mm -hmm. But just nice to have that. Especially, you know, as a... As a husky gentleman that likes to hide himself in sweatshirts, mm -hmm. fall's fantastic. Yeah. I But, see, I have a bunch of like t-shirt hoodies yeah uh which are like a really thin material hoodie that i wear pretty much all the time in the summer <laughs> yeah you do nothing uh, that much changes no um so and yeah did you still shiver and freeze yeah i'm a chili boy yes you are a chili boy um chili chili boy but uh i i am excited i have a lot of blogs uh ready in the in the in the wings, ready to go, because uh, we're Ooh, starting excellent. our year two of our summer vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't written a blog since I, like, I would say blew my load writing one every day in December. Um, I would take some time off after that, too. Yeah, that was a lot. If that if that's all it takes. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we I got a lot in in Decem uh, December with the serial event. Uh, we even got sent a serial, as if you go back and read it. Uh, and speaking of going back and checking out old stuff, we got a couple comments on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. Uh, specifically, yeah, we did. Are you going to cut me off before I can throw you under the bus? Oh, yeah, no. You could go ahead and do that. Uh, to quote one Timmy Bones 723 it makes my eye twitch that these turtles are from the sequel, LOL. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice. It's, it's still tough, kind of tough for me to notice. I know. I saw it right away, too. I'm like, wait, isn't this? How, and then I saw the comment. How do you see it right away? Like, when I, I did my research into that. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking now. <coughs> are you, like, reaching through the mic and trying to prevent me from yes. the bus throwing? Using the force. Um, these are, uh, these are not uh, Jim Henson turtles. They're pretty close looking, though. There's a re it's that uncanny valley. I'm looking at both of them, all right? <laughs> and someone without the discerning eye of squeezer, really, it's hard to tell the difference. Well, that's why when you need something shot, you give me a call. Yeah. What, because they made their eyes a little more? It's ev everything. It's just a little. Um, also, there's. I, I think there's a little too much uh, speckling and texture on them yeah, for, they for a my lot liking. Yeah, speckling and um uh all right i'm sorry i did that but i was talking yeah. about people complaining that um we didn't talk ninja turtle pudding pies 
Uh, I believe we talked about them for about 20 to, 20 to 1,000 times in the past before. Yeah. It's in just... fact, we you dedicated a topic to it, and uh, we yeah. even mentioned it that we weren't going to talk about because, it. Because, well, I, I, don't, I think— But a, not, not everyone on the Instagram, Instagram also listens to, to the, the show, which is tragic. Right. So and I want to be like, go back and listen in our archives. You can hear me go on all about the story of my first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pudding pie. Uh, you see the one guy who he, his dad actually worked there and yeah, like brought him home. Yeah, brought him home. That's pretty cool. Uh, well, yeah, I just I'm not one for the cream fillings. I can't. It like wasn't a Boston a cream. cream it, was, don't... it was a pudding. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. No. It's it's a, a gooey thing. I don't like goo. I didn't think I'd like it, but I just remember loving these. Uh, and being like upset, it was hard to get. They only have. They Which, didn't really. I think it's funny because if it just had a generic wrapper, you never would have even looked at it once. Exactly. I never would have. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't Ninja Turtles, I never would have tried it. That's 100% correct. 100%. But um, nonetheless, we got some. What does that mean? Nonetheless. Oh. When you like break it down, I'm sure like someone who's like an, an English, you know. It. it it was None. the barest of welcomes, but it was a welcome nonetheless, used in a sentence. In spite of that, nevertheless. Synonyms, in spite of that. Every, in spite of that. However, but, still, yet, though. Yeah, but how do you get to none? Someone had to, like, think that up. Or someone just had to be some, like, no one talked like that. Someone just got some, someone was a wordy asshole in a book somewhere back in the day. And... You know, like no one, no one really talks like Sorkin writes, even though I try. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, like people didn't talk like old timey talk, like we like we read in books. No, they just. They, yeah, but nonetheless, as a word in the dictionary, squeezer means however. And I I used it properly. I didn't even I, think. I'm, I'm sure you did, but just hang on. I, in my mind, I'm kind of parsing it out. None. The less. Are we trying to get the... So there's the less. And I'm a very visual person, so I'm trying to visualize the less and then none of it. That yeah, works for a podcast, the visual it... looking, breaking down of the word. Hmm. That should be my... That should be our next episode. We can pick our top ten um, we'll break English um, <laughs> transitive conjunction junctions. Yeah. What's your function? Um... I ramble on about old stuff. That's my function. I think I ramble on about more than just that. You could ask Enchantress. She'll back you up on that one. Back me oh, up on that one. Ramble on about a lot of things. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But we specialize in old stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone's got to specialize in something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, I believe today's topic was rambling on about old stuff. Ah, yes, it is. But we were talking you... talking about people and the turtles and the, oh, the yes. me screwing up, but people still liked it nonetheless. Nonetheless, that's how we got there. Yeah. Wow, that was yeah. a long way. That wasn't even a tangent. That was just a meandering through the weeds. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, it's how we, you and I, it's our bread and butter. Yeah. 
meandering through the week. That's 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 how that's, that's how, how we, we fill cards and have to start all over. Yeah, right. That's yeah, true. Um. Uh, but no, it was fun actually going through because there were like. It, it it wasn't like the likes that I look at. It's the comments and like people start conversations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was cool to see. It someone someone's like, oh wow, cool. Kevin Nash is super shredder, and they reply back, yeah, but he still screwed Goldberg. Yeah, I saw that too. I like that. <laughs> That's tonight. Um, also, every time I see that, oh wow, Kevin Nash was Goldberg. I'm, or well, Kevin Nash was not Goldberg. Kevin Nash was super shredder. I want to be like, yeah. And if you continue reading, you could re- hear all about it on the friggin' Rad Years podcast. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But I don't. I don't plug the no. hell. I only when someone's like, what? I want to hear more about this. And I'm like, well, you can. Uh, you're like the creepy old man in the sweater that sits down in the step next to him, puts their arm over their shoulder. Hey, kids. And, and then we get a very special episode out of it. And then they go to the bike shop, and then they play Naked Lions. What? <laughs> what? What are we talking about? Speaking of things from the 1980s, a- April, and we are in April, uh, is our 19... 19- Wait, really? Yeah. Is our salute to the 1980s month. Uh, we're oh, spending shit. the entire month saluting the 1980s. And we're kicking it off today with toys from the 1980s. Right, Squeeze? Yes. Yes, we are. Um, so we went through and picked out 10 of our favorite toys, uh, from the 1980s. And some of these, including my first pick are, uh, retreads, but it's never, uh, I think, uh, it's never going to draw complaints. I think for most people, if I continue talking about some of these, uh, classic favorites, like, it's like, you know, when you want sticks to play the hits, not anything off the new album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the hits. Uh, so you ready for my first pick, Squeeze? Um, yeah. All right, here it is. Ghostbusters! Each sold separately. See any ghosts? Not yet. Pigman, it's back to the bone. Get me out. Looks like you're really into them, Stan. <laughs> safe. Not so safe. It's like Bucket. What a slob. I've been cooped. Activate Neutrona Blasters. Peter Venkman, bad to the bone and sludge bucket with ectoplasm, each sold separately. Ghostbusters from Kenner. That's a great commercial. Cause that is great. I was, it's I was got, watching over your shoulder at work today. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, got all the all the key elements that make a Ghostbuster that make the real Ghostbusters line great. So wh- when I picked my my pick squeezer, I went with toys that I had specifically in the eighties, and you know, might have came out in like the late seventies and might have went on into the nineties and even some two thousands, but still oh, yeah. were popular in the eighties and, and I had in the eighties. That's that was what I went with. Yeah, um I'm in the exact same boat as you. Okay. So the real Ghostbusters line uh went to from eighty six to nineteen ninety one, but I had it. Like I I, I kind of in ninety 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 one is kind of when it started dying off and I think that's mm-hmm. when I start letting it die off but um it was cl- the most closely related to the animated series however uh when they kind of like remodeled the ghostbusters movie and ghostbusters 2 to be more like the animated series they released toys based on um based on that but you know the the show itself is based on the first movie so it's kind of 
Yeah. You know, they, when they, I, that, the, the Ecto, the slime charger deal thingy, I wanted that so bad, but my parents wouldn't buy it for me. The, yeah. the slime backpack. And I mean, once, once I had like the, like first four, all right, first three or four figures, let's all admit I didn't have Winston. Um, well, I, had, I had Winston. Oh, well, look at you. Uh, you're more <laughs> progressive than I was. Um, yeah, it was one of those, well, you don't need more Ghostbusters. No, nah, that was the one, because no. I didn't really have, like, action figures really much. I had He-Mans, and then I kind of grew out of He-Mans, and then, then I, they got me turtle, uh, or I'm sorry, real Ghostbusters, and that's all I really cared about until mm-hmm. Batman, so, um, yeah, I, I kind of went in phases. It was like, uh, I, I had, like, the LJN figures, but I wasn't too into them. I had a few. I had He-Man, which we'll talk about later, um, and then I had real Ghostbusters, but then, um, then I think I went Batman, and then a little bit of Turtles, and then I really went into re- mm-hmm. action figures collecting again when uh, uh, the Hasbro WWFs came out. That was mm-hmm. when I started having to collect them all. Well, I I was just saying, you know, like you have the your Ghostbusters. You don't need like the Gen two or Gen three different versions. Well, yeah, there really wasn't those. much else to do. There was ghost characters, and and um, there was the four principals and then Janine and Lewis, which they actually started adding characters to also. Like I had the scare Ray one, you know, where like the eyes the bulge fright, out and fright features. Fright, fright feature one. Yeah. So the um started the pre order started coming in for stores in nineteen eighty six of Christmas. And um the, the first print sold out. And if you could find from that first print graded those car those figures are worth a freaking fortune. Um January of 87 is when the the toys started hitting shelves. Uh, And it went into the spring of 91. They consider it having 10 waves based on the, they they based that on the back of the cards. And there was one more plan that they axed uh, because uh, Kenner and Hasbro merged in 1991. That's when they ended the line. Oh, Um, that's what did it? Yeah. Well, also (laughs) it's like waning. It it was waning, Popularity. and now you have Hasbro inheriting all this other. They kind of have to pick and choose, and um, so Kenner sold these things called finger pops, which are just little foam like cylinders that you squeeze, and they pop out of in between your two fingers, and they kind of merged that in with the real Ghostbusters line, with like the Ecto poppers, uh, uh they, so you. You had the ecto goggles, and you had this little like rubber gun that you put like a finger pop in, and pop out, and then they had okay. like they had like ghost pops. I had all of this stuff. I had so much of the Kenner shit. It's crazy. Um, so this is all the list of the toys uh, based on the back of the cards. Um, the first wave again, Christmas season '86, but that was just all layaway orders, and the first advertisements like. Uh, were done by Toys R Us in the newspapers around the end of January of 1987. And um, it was all figures uh, in the first wave, not the Ghost Zapper or the plush toys. Uh, The second printing had the Ghost Zapper and uh, I believe the the plush toys. There was a second printing and a third printing leading all the way up to a year later in the Christmas season of 87. Um. So the first one was obviously Venkman, Stance, Egon, Winston, uh, Stay Puft, Marshmallow Man, 
Green Ghost, which was Slimer, the Ghost Sapper, uh, the Plush Stay Puff Marshmallow, and the Plush Green Ghost. I had out of that everything, but for some reason I was like a hater on Slimer, or my mom was, because I didn't have the the Plush Green Ghost or the Action Green Ghost. I had everything else in that line. Hmm. Yeah, I I never had a, a Slimer. I think I think it's because. Uh, I already had a Slimer, my uh, uh, shampoo, or my, uh, uh, what do you call it, bubble bath right. topper uh, that still exists to this day. Um, that was like my Slimer. So you know? the second wave, I had a few pieces of, and I, I, I don't understand. Are you, are you in a saloon? Did you spit in a spittoon? No, that was um, a bottle cap coming off an ice-cold Heineken oh. bunny. Oh, nice. So... I don't know why I didn't have as many of um, of this, but I had I had a good number of them. Um, I had uh, the there was the action ghost bug eye ghost, which was in that commercial, the H two ghost, um, the bad to the bone uh, ghost, which was in that commercial. I had ecto one and I had ectoplasm. The first the purple ectoplasm came out first. Then they released the Gooper Ghosts and Sludge Bucket, which like reacted with the ectoplasm, and I didn't have any of that. Then the third wave comes out. So the third wave, they say, was re- released to fulfill layaway orders in the Christmas season of 1987. Remember how popular layaway was in the 1980s? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, stores, that was like a big thing, too, especially like even like your uh, your catalog stores. You know, you, you'd go there and point at it in a book, and then it's like, okay, we bought something today, but now we we'll can't... get it later. Yeah, but you pay it in installments, or you buy yeah. it, and, like, you pay it off later. Mm-hmm. But you, you're guaranteed to have it. Yeah. Now it's like people can't wait, you know, two days for Amazon Prime to deliver. <laughs> yeah. In it's... fact, if it's three days, you, you, you email out. them and yeah. bitch, you... and they'll, like, okay, you can have it for free. Right, we need instant gratification. Uh, so here, the third wave is when they started releasing different uh, actual Ghostbusters toys. That were the uh, Fright Feature, the first wave of Fright Feature toys. Mm-hmm. And I have a Fright Feature Ray, I think. Uh, I, I I do. I not. I think I have it on the card, but I think that's what you said you had. Yeah, he was he was he was adorable. His his ears would bug out, and right. uh, his, his like head would pop up. So, um, they started promoting these in January of 88 and they didn't have the Janine at first. Uh, they released her in the fourth wave added to it. So it was the fright feature original four. the firehouse was part of that wave. Really? Um, the firehouse came that late. Yeah. The firehouse came that late. So that was, that would have been like January of 88 or Christmas of 87. If you, if you buy the layaway. Would you put that up there in like the the pinnacle, like top five greatest play sets of all time? A hundred percent, yeah. Top three, yeah. top one, maybe. Top, yeah, I think it might. Ooh, I mean, and look, I had play sets. That was I like one play of my sets. only ones I ever had. So, um, those mini goopers, which were just like, they, there was two of them, and a blue guy that looked like a brain, and like a yellow guy with teeth that came with a little mm-hmm. can of ectoplasm. That's set in a set of two. Uh, there were the mini traps. Which I actually I had have. Those. I have them in on card. I remember I bought them at New York Comic Con. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I would just honestly, I would sit there all day and just stick my finger in finger there. on the tongue, and they just trap down on them. They were like yep. two um, monster guys, and there was the mini shooter which I had also, which was this pink guy and these two little things that looked like finger puppets went in, and he shot out. And they realized. Thank God I didn't have certain things figured out in my head before, when I had that. <laughs> they also released. <laughs> ectoplasm in red purple and blue colors um finally in like the 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 waves and then he released the proton pack that year too so the proton pack finally became a thing you could buy uh in the third wave and of course i had that that thing was was the coolest thing on the planet yeah my buddies had the uh um the uh uh my buddies kevin and matt uh they they were big and they had the uh um Highway Hunter, I remember. Oh, we're getting there. You're getting that there. You're jumping oh, ahead. Oh, sorry. Of us. I, well, my bad. I just I looked at it and like, oh, I remember playing with that in You're, your basement. It was we're, awesome. We're talking about so the fourth wave uh, was released in the spring of '88, which makes sense because my birthday in '88, which I was six years old, is when I got a lot of these toys. You're dating yourself. Yeah. Six and '88. You were five, right? Yeah. So I got the Terror Trash, which is that orange trash man where the trash went over, said he flew. Uh, mm-hmm. Granny Gross I got. Male Fraud I got. Um, I, did, I got Hard Hat Hair. I got all these guys. I don't think I got two. Oh, yeah, I got Tombstone Tackle, which is the football guy. who turned. All these guys who turned into the, uh, the horror versions of, of like a monster, and they were so cool. So um, you, you had all of them too? Yeah. I feel like it, it was like, all right. I'm like, I, I thought I was like some strange lucky kid that I got to have. I Like, I never had all of the figure. Like, look, I'm not complaining. I had a lot. But I've never had like all the complete set of like, you know. No, I had I had every haunted human. And then I think I didn't get the first Fright Feature Janine. Oh, yeah, I did. I had Fright Feature Janine Emma. She was in the pink jumpsuit. I was so excited to get a Janine. Um and then oh, I, you know what? I had an Egon later on, like down the road, like probably past. I probably picked them up at either like a yard sale or at KB way down the line. I I remember having the Fright Feature Egon eventually. Then I, I also had the brain. I had this whole line, I think. I think I did. The Brain Blaster Ghost, which was this like green guy who had these four like purple pieces in him that pushed down and popped out. And then Pull Speed Ahead was this purple guy with sneakers on. And you put in this... um. Like it was like popular in toys back then. It was like this ratcheted, almost like a tie wrap thing, and you and you pull mm-hmm. it, and it like sparks the wheel and makes them run. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? It was like this piece of plastic that had teeth on it, and and a pull on the back, like a round pull, and you mm-hmm. stuck in a. Basically, runway. it was a Zippo on wheels that they would give a kid to play with. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was called Pull Speed Ahead. Then Ecto Two was the helicopter. Um, the Highway Haunter was the Beetle. That turned into the praying mantis, which I also had, um, and the Gooper Ghost was my first ever Slimer. It was Slimer, and he had this proton pack on him that's filled with uh, ectoplasm. He came with a can of ectoplasm, and when he pushed down the red plunger, it came out of his mouth. So I had the entire fourth wave. Sick. Yeah, it was it was good birthday and good Christmas that year. Then the fifth wave came out, and I think this is when I had a few of these. And I started to not get as many because um, that was when they had like the real monsters. 
yeah. one. So it was Frankenstein, the Mummy, Dracula, Zombie, Quasimodo, and the Wolfman. I had a lot I, of these. You had all of them? No, no, no. I had I, a oh, few of these, but then I had this, Quasimodo. The Screaming Heroes. I didn't have many of. I had Venkman. So that was he was like in the yellow outfit where you put the green ghost on him, you spin him up, and then they like make the noise. Yeah, and he was pretty. That's what I used as like my Slimer because he was green. Um, yeah, so I didn't have really any of those screaming heroes, but I did have the Wicked Wheelie uh, haunted vehicle and um, air the air sickness vehicle uh, guy was pretty cool, but I didn't have any of the rest of that that wave. Uh, so that that must have been. It says that came out in January of 1989. So that was after Christmas. So I probably got a couple of those my birthday of next year. Six wave. Um, some uh, say this came out with um, the spring summer of '89. So it probably would have been my next birthday, my seventh birthday, uh, around May. And they had more of those finger pops. They had another green ghost. Which yeah, I didn't have. They had fearsome flush, which I had. is still one of the coolest toys. It's the toilet. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, the ecto popper and ecto goggles, which I got. I always got the, the 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 toys. They had the neutrona blaster, which was had like one of those little green things sticking out of that was pretty weird. And then they had the water zapper. I had the water zapper, uh, and the ecto goggles. So I probably bought, got them both for my birthday that year. What seven years old? Uh, then the seventh wave. Uh, they said it was released August or September, um, and it was just pretty much Hero Toys, and I got these all for Christmas that year. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. Was six the first year that the trap came out? It was. Wow, it came out that late. You're, you're beating me to to my punch here. Oh, gee, all right. We should discuss these things. Yeah, well, well, I, if I'm on five, obviously next we're talking six. No, you no. were on seven. No, oh. No, si- oh, I'm sorry. Seventh is the trap. I'm sorry. Sixth, the trap isn't in it. Seventh is the trap. I- I'm looking at the card. I'm following along with the show. No, uh, so people mix, people mix uh, the cards up sometimes, and they have similar cards, but what they include with the they use item numbers. So uh, the seventh wave started with item number eight one 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 zero, which was the Jeanine Melman's super fright feature, which I had a couple of these. I didn't have her. I definitely remember Egon. Everyone had Egon. He looked like he was in the white spacesuit. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it had the Ecto three, which was the claw thing, which I had. It was really cool. Anything called Ecto two or Ecto three, I had to have. And product number eight one one three zero, which was the ghost trap. Uh, which that was pretty awesome. Finally came out, and I still have mine. Do you really? Oh, yeah. that's right. You do. Yeah. Mine took a beating because I would throw it like they would, you know, like <laughs> you sling it out there. And Eighth wave is when I started to die off, but I remember getting, so it doesn't, I don't know when these came out. It was probably sometime in the spring, but these were the power pack heroes that they came with those big, gigantic, like weird, uh, um, like pack things. But I didn't want really any of these until a certain guy came out. This is the first Lewis Tolley action figure and any of the lines, 81400. He, I got him for Easter that year. He was my Easter present, <laughs> if you could believe that. Uh, you know, because I usually got like, you know, an action figure 
I had one year where I got a, um, something that was like a, the right a Babs Big Break I got for Game Boy. So I had a lot of these, like I'm looking at the rest of the stuff. I had the Ghost Sweeper. I had the Ecto 500, which had like the, the, the collapsible arms on it. Um, and then we start getting to the, the, the ninth wave, which was basically made to promote Ghostbusters 2. The slimed heroes, uh, they get wet and they turn like a pink slime on them. Just like I had like one or two of these. I didn't have many. I think I had the Lewis Tolly and I had like another one. They had the Ecto-1A, which I didn't get. It was basically the same thing as Ecto-1, but made to look like the Ecto from the Ghostbusters 2 movie. Okay. Um, I had, uh, I wanted the Ecto Charger Pack, the the slime pack, so bad. My little cousin had it, and I was kind of jealous. I'm like, it was probably made more for him. But um, I did get that year for my birthday the Ghost Grabber. No, that's not the Ghost Grabber meter. What did I get? I got at some point. Must have been the tenth wave. That Ghost Nabber. It was Peter Vinkman's thing when he goes. It's, it's complicated. It's one of our little toys. You know, in the first movie, that squeegee Just thing. That little air sniffer. Yeah, they released that as a toy. And basically, it had like a Velcro thing on the end of it, and it came with like, like four little beanbag ghosts that you could pick up with it and put it, and like the little thing popped open, and you could put them in there. I mm. wanted that so bad. That was the tenth wave, and that was the ecto glow wave. So I kind of really followed this toy line out to the end. I didn't have the ecto bomber. Yeah. Um, I didn't have the ecto headphones with radar blaster. I had like one or two of the ecto he- glow heroes, which are the glow in the dark. But I definitely did get the Ghost Nabber. Um, it w- and it was the absolute last uh, a toy released, and, and especially role-playing toy in the real Ghostbusters line. I think I use like that nose sucker that you use on babies. That mm-hmm. was mine. I'd go around with like the little ball just sniffing the air. So... <laughs> That's adorable. There, yeah. there was a uh, plan to be um, Neutrano Blaster, uh, almost kind of like um, l- like laser light, laser tag toys. Oh, similar to another certain line that came out of the eighties, like Brave Star. Yes. Sweet. Thanks for setting me up for that. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Well, you know, sometimes I. You know, I just had to get it out of there. Uh, there was a glow copter vehicle. There was a firefighter vehicle. There was a playset, Egon's Lab, that was supposed to come out with the glow set that they never released. Um, is it just is it just a pool table and uh, a toaster? <laughs> We're not. You're not sleeping with it, are you? That's another adult joke they yeah. crammed into the kids' <laughs> movie. Always oh, the quiet ones. Um, there was. A backpack heroes line, which had like these giant, like weird backpacks that had ghosts sticking out of it of the four main characters that were unreleased. There was a, a ghost blaster toy weapon that kind of shot discs that was unreleased. Uh, there was a slimerizer toy, which um, shot these like foam slime balls. It was like an air cannon. So you put one of these like 
foam. It looked like like a chunk of slime into it mm-hmm. in the, the front of the cannon. Pull back the plunger and, and pop it out. Sim- similar to the original like popper that they made? Kind of, but like it had a little more gusto to it. Okay. Uh, they were supposed to put out an inflatable slimer and um, uh, like a 15-inch uh, uh, like kind of like cloth doll toy. They only had Egon Spangler as a prototype, but they were going to release more of those, and they, they canceled all that when uh, Hasbro came. So there could have been more really cool stuff to the real Ghostbusters line. I know we talked real Ghostbusters in the past, but we never really went into it. I got a lot of this off of ghostbusters.fandom.com and Ghostbusters. And that, that's where I'm scrolling through, and I, I was following along with my... Uh... And Kenner and Kenner Wiki, too. I got a lot of my information yeah. off of. Uh, so shout out. I didn't realize... Uh, sorry, but I yeah, I didn't realize that you had that much... Go- I mean, I knew, but that you followed the line all the way through. Like I probably, by like round three, I started moving on, and then I had, you know, piecemeal... Like, maybe one from each generation oh, no. after I, that, until I mean, the end. I mean, you know how obsessed I am with Ghostbusters now. I was, oh, absolutely. I, I was, that was my franchise, and that was that was my mm-hmm. thing. And I had, um, I, I, I mean, I still have all my role-playing, the role-playing toys. Um, of course you do. Yeah. Um, and I definitely don't wear them. No, no Enchantress got me that uh, pretty close to replica backpack that Spirit was selling for, like, 70 bucks. I wish it was actual real weight. I know that'd be cool. I would, I would, and then I would just ride the elevator with you all day long. Um, yeah, I, I think Someone what happened was, I'm, I'm looking at the timeline, and I think I transitioned more strongly into Ninja Turtles. Um, uh, see, judging I... by what I had, so not that I left it behind, but it's just that you know, I, I was. You know, the only only grandson at that time. So I had plenty of grandparents. So it's mm. like, oh, turtles are big now. So just piling on at Christmas time, and you, you just naturally move on. Like om- almost like they force your hand. Like here are these toys, and now this is okay, cool. Yeah. Um... I know on Ghostbusters Wiki, they have uh, pictures of all these unreleased toys from uh, the Ghostbusters Toy Archives uh, list. And um, you could go back and take a look at all. I also have a book that I, I could have done more research on, on, on every every Ghostbusters piece of um, merchandise ever released. I think I let you borrow it. Uh, yeah, I looked through that. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a lot of. Uh, I run deep into Ghostbusters merch and toy line. I really, I a lot of this unreleased stuff. I wish would have released. I love it all. Really cool stuff. Uh, Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters line from Kenner. Awesome. I have all the um, current real Ghostbusters Maddie collectible cloth dolls that look like Mecco dolls. I have every single thing, even the special edition mm-hmm. ones released to that. Um, you know I'm a monster, and I, I uh, really yeah. I gotta collect all the the new NECA or, or I'm sorry the diamond uh, collectibles of the the real Ghostbusters. I love real Ghostbusters is one of my favorite lines. I'm looking forward to the next year from now and just watching you slowly lose your sanity and uh, life savings as we get closer to the next one. Oh, the next movie? Yeah, when yeah. when stuff starts coming out. 
Yeah. Oh my, it's gonna be fantastic. Remember, you you weren't into like, like you weren't in, tapped into my insanity when the fir- when the when the reboot came out. No, I was, but it was a little different because it wasn't the same. It it was a slightly different Ghostbusters. No, but I remember you know, it was the nostalgia thing. Now I think if, if this news, we, we'll see which no, 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 direction I this movie goes. I remember the day I came in and I was like, uh, I was talking to you and and Jason at work, and I'm like, yeah, I was. I spent this is before I got Jason into collecting, and now he, I created a monster out of him. Oh but my god! I uh, I spent like the day going to Targets and Toys R Uses and Walmart's because it was the day they released the new Ghostbusters merch and figures to stores, and you're like, really, really? I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, there wasn't much. I got whatever I could find. You got your sneakers? Oh, that was at... That was... That was uh, uh, New York Comic Con. That was Comic Con. Yeah, that I was, was there when you ordered them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was New York Comic Con. But uh, all my other stuff, I would, I would go to like... Uh, as soon as like it started hitting shelves on Twitter, that's where you, you find on Reddit and Twitters, where I saw mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, it's starting to hit shelves. So I started like searching. Target, Our Target didn't have it. You know what pisses me off? That Walmart in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania had all those fucking Mattel retro Has, uh, Hasbro-like retro WWF figures. I was so pissed off. Well, yeah, because why would they need the re-release of retro ones when the original ones are still on the shelf? Because yeah, right. they just got them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Fuck you, Central Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you don't count. That we spent an hour going over every minutia of the the <laughs> Ghostbusters line, but I was it was I hope it was enlightening and fun for you guys. I I think so, and we it was really I feel like I I don't want to box ourselves out like it was detailed enough, but if we want to, we can always indulge ourselves and go back and go into a little more detail each wave, <laughs> each wave, and yeah. we will, we will, yeah, uh, that that could be a show. Ten waves, oh, yeah. ten picks, squeeze. There we go. <laughs> All right, here's your neck. Here, your your first pick. I'm, I'm gonna keep it nice and simple for us. All right, here we go. Introducing the new Play-Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. What are the mop tops? The Play-Doh Mop Tops. Just turn the chair. They grow Play-Doh hair. They're the mop tops. You can comb it, wave it, style it, or shave it. The Play-Doh. You can let it grow down to his toes. From the Play-Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. The Play-Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. Sold with everything you see here. New from Kenner. Ah. Kenner released a Ghostbusters Play-Doh because same company. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was with Wave 1 it was released. Um, Oh, yeah. It was uh, Ecto-1. Yeah, I had it. Yep. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I I believe... I think I had that. Yeah, we talked about that in the show. I I remember. I remember things and I forget things. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good Who doesn't love a good Play-Doh set? And currently, I spend a lot of time playing with Play-Doh. And um, though it be the bane of my carpet, uh, there's a reason why we never planned on replacing it once we bought the house. We're like, it looks like hell. Fuck it. Let's let it go, and we'll continue to let it look like hell because. Why put in something nice in your home to be destroyed later? Um, And I could just set it on fire, but the fumes aren't very good for you. Um, Again, Play-Doh released by Kenner. This was 86 that this came out. Now, it's not the first barbershop because the first barbershop was the 1977 Fuzzy Pumper. 
mm, um, which fuzzy, was very similar. The fuzzy Although, pumper. Yeah, it, and the only thing I know, I, and I said it a couple times, I, I was doing my research, doing my research, and I came back to this, and it just popped in my, like, fuzzy pumper sounds really dirty. Yep. Or maybe that's just me, and maybe it's just you, and someone out there is going, I don't get it. Why is that dirty? It's dirty, folks. Trust me. Yeah, it's called a fuzzy um, pumper. Yeah, and, and it's fuzzy, and it was the 70s, so it wasn't, you know, like... Google it now, and it's not going to be fuzzy. Um, the difference with this was uh, those chairs had, like, a, a crank. Now, I can't attest to how well that they worked. Um, but for me, what was nice about the Mop Top uh, hair shop was uh, the hair, the chair now was now a corkscrew. So you would lay, you would load these, um, uh, how do I describe these uh Play-Doh figurines without being vulgar. Um, the dildos? So you take the dildos and fill them with Play-Doh. <laughs> yep, that's about the best way and, to do it. All right, thanks. Um, and then you put them on a chair, and you would slide them in the chair, and they would lock into place. And then you would uh, twist the bottom of the chair, almost like you would an actual like barber chair to raise it up. Right. Uh, and then as you do that, it applies pressure, and there's some physics involved, and Carl Sagan isn't here to explain to us how it works, so I'll do my best. Okay. And it would squish the Play-Doh out through all the tiny little holes, and their hair would grow. And you had uh, uh, two figures. You had a male um, who, uh, once the hair was out, was v rather Ted Kaczynski-ish, uh, if you will. Now, granted, this was ahead of his time. And then... Um, ahead of his one, time which was uh, more uh, I would say Mrs. Garrett uh, different we're, we're gonna stick with our different strokes thing here right it had a very much like our uh, go to thing going on our go to rape episode yes um, it is horrific television but I'm assuming and I hope that it did a good job yeah, you know by sure. not promoting that but promoting awareness if you will, mm -hmm. uh, go back and watch it, folks, and um, apply it to life lessons. Um, don't go to bike shops ever. No. Um, that's why, yeah, because you go to a bike shop, you take it out the front door. If you go to Toys R Us, you get a ticket and you get to go around the back and have no one waiting for you. I there. thought there was going to be a backdoor joke there. Sad fate. Jesus, what kind of show do you think this is? <laughs> Sorry, I used the Lord's name in vain. Let's move on. Um, and the other cool thing was, so it came with, it came with a play mat and it mm. had like, it was a vinyl mat and it had like this, like, like it's, it's cute. Like, oh, here's the vinyl mat to keep the Play-Doh from getting on all your furniture, carpet and other things. Mm -hmm. It's like 12 by 18 or less folks. It's, it's getting in your carpet. You're screwed. Right. Um, but it, it had that kind of like 3d ish, um, raised look to it. Like almost like a, like a clue board uh like depth to it mm -hmm. which i don't know why as a kid i found that enjoyable and visually it's appealing to me i just like the forced perspective of it perhaps uh and you got you got a comb and a scissors to cut hair and i will attest to you like i was saying i've been playing with play-doh a lot lately there's something about cutting spaghettified play-doh right either with a scissors or a knife just shearing it off that is so satisfying. 
Now, do you fight and uh, squeeze that over uh, who gets to cut the next head of hair? Or is oh, we don't. We don't have this actual set. It, but just we have other molds, and you know. Um, do they make uh, something similar to this at all? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, they still make uh, a, a variety of them, and I'm gonna do my research because I will go out and get an actual mop top hair shop, uh, assuming that um, all plastics. Um, are relatively safe. Uh, well, yeah. We can get oh, into yeah. that can, down the road. You can get, because they still make Play-Doh, you can get a mop-top hair shop from the day and yeah. and still use it with modern. Uh, yeah, with modern. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure modern Play-Doh will work in it. Um, and the cool thing, my favorite thing was uh, it came with a, a perm mold. Um, oh, yeah? So, yeah, so you could, you would put, uh, you could put your characters in the chair and then put the mold around them and then pump it out and it would fill it. And then also like, cause that would lock into the chair as well. And then it would like mold it into like a perm and you could, you could style it or you could pump their hair out and then squish it down. And I don't think it worked as well. That That's way. Um, and that, I think that did have separate little molds in it too. Like there's like a bow and stuff um, that you can make. I think uh, we had. I'm pretty sure we had this because I remember doing it. Yeah. But it was it, like, it was just it never it. It was just how Legos were for me. Like it lasted. The play sets lasted like a, about 20 minutes, and then I just started like making nonsense with Play-Doh. Yeah, I don't want to speak for everyone, but it, it just in in my mind it feels like uh, this was the play set. Like you had your food ones, and you know everyone had a. a some form of the fun factory and stuff, you know, just the, the mm -hmm. shapes and shit mm -hmm. like that. But as far as actual, like playing with Play-Doh, like in a role play kind of way, mm -hmm. like I felt like this was like your default go-to uh, set. Like this is, this was the one you needed. Yeah, this I would say so. I would hope so. I mean, it, we're talking play-doh here and, and how many play sets and still existing today and i think anyone who played played with it at any point in time still remembers the hair the hair shop mm -hmm. um all right well that was a pretty good pick you right should we move on uh yeah you want to go into the minutiae of every oh that's what i love <laughs> Uh okay. Uh here is my next pick. And this came Oh, I thought you I thought you were going to say yours had minutia. My first your one didn't. Your did. next one. Oh, my next one. I have a little minutia. Oh, oh, I thought oh, you're saying that you want to go deeper and we can break down like the chemical compounds of Plato and shit like that. Yeah, the different iterations of it. I don't don't think that I didn't think about it. I was also going to give out my recipe for homemade Play-Doh, but I got to find my mom has it somewhere. So. <laughs> oh, it's a childhood recipe. Oh, yeah, we used to make it ourselves, and then I used to eat it because I realized, oh, these are all ingredients and food. I can put it in my system. It's very salty. <laughs> all right, here's my next pick. It's yum yum fun that is cool and keen, and its name is the Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. You put ice cubes in and get a snow cone. Some assembly required, and you mix the punch flavor. It's yummy, Snoopy. It's yum yum fun that is cool and keen. Yummy. And its name is the Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. Snoop
Goofy Snow Cone Machine comes with everything you see here from Hasbro. Uh, you can still fucking buy this thing. Seriously? Yes. They still... Is it safe? Um... Like, like, buy it, like, new? Like, in stores? Like, if I go to, like, a Target... Well, let me see. Target? Snoopy Snow Cone it Machine. It has to be Target. I just... Yes, it's twelve ninety nine. No shit. You there's one left at the one in Allentown. Well, I don't live in Allentown. And the design is exactly the same. That's awesome. Well, it says new design, but it looks exactly the same. That just means they took the lead out. Or it's n- it's not that <laughs> by took... now aged yellow plastic that somehow they took the lead out. Oh, squeezer. And uh, it wasn't even for our safety. It's just that shipping costs were more because of all the lead. So yeah, like, oh, we got to get rid of the lead. Yeah. We're losing money. Um, so it's basically, you know, you put ice cubes in the top. Snoopy pushes it down. And you use you crank the back thing, and it shaves the ice down. And you use the... Uh, you use the little shovel it comes with to scoop it into a cup, and then it comes with a little uh, oh, snowman. I remember the little shovel. Yeah, and then it has a little snowman that you put, you mix the the flavoring into, and that was that was that was it. Oh, they make an Olaf one like that now. I see. I'm just scrolling through pictures of it. So it was named uh, one of the hundred best toys in history by Time Magazine. I don't know what gives them authority. Um, because it's old people that played with hoops and sticks and never had action figures. That's true. Um, so it, 19, it was released by Hasbro in 1979, and um, but it became like the go-to toy in the 80s. Everyone had this toy because it was so fucking cheap. Uh, they originally re- had some sort of like snow cone, um, frosty snowman guy that looked fucking creepy as shit that had the same like... It almost the the colander in the middle. Uh, it's kind of like a a, a a cheese grater in the middle that mm-hmm. like a circular one that you turn turn. I don't know if they still have it, but they eventually got the rights to sell it with uh, peanuts and Snoopy and Peanuts characters on it. Uh, so in '79, uh, when when Charles Schultz Peanuts was being licensed by everyone. They redesigned it and made it um, the the Snoopy snow cone machine. Everybody had this thing. Everyone wanted to make their own food. You always wanted to do what your parents wanted to do, and I got more on this later. Um, uh, But, uh, yeah, the Snoopy snow cone maker was uh, then, the license was taken over by Crazy Art in 2012, and uh, it's near identical with only a few exceptions. According to Crazy Art spokesperson Charlie Zakin, the hand crank is easier to turn and the unit now has a clamp to secure it to a table during operation. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. And it does come with the tiny red shovel still. And it looks like they put some, like, protected plastic over the the slicer in the middle to keep it from, like, cutting. Ah, fucking put... Kids using it as a torture device, just jamming their hands in there. And... Yeah, right. Tell me where you hid the fucking bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to buy one of these and set it up in my office. And... I will be there. 
12 13 bucks although i don't think it would really work because your office is about 107 degrees on the average day (laughs) so we'd have slush hush puppies instead maybe we do that just get like a hush push hush puppy machine a slush puppy hush oh hush Hush oh you you what like uh what's I'll just stand there in the back and I'll just pump syrup all day. What's the machine from rest of the mountain? The corn baller? The corn baller. Yeah, yeah. you got you gotta get burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the corn baller. Ah oh, man, burn me. Ah, uh, so yeah, I don't have I, I can't go into hours of I don't <laughs> pouring I don't, over iterations. If you could, people would be very impressed. I don't yeah, I, I, I think just by bringing up the fact that you told me that I can go out and buy a new one of these, which I'm probably going to do tomorrow. Um, yeah, Squeeze Out would love this thing. Uh, no, it's for me. <laughs> it's it's uh, daddy's toy. <laughs> this is daddy. Hey, I broke the food processor, so I need something, and this is the next best thing. Right. I got a, a mashed garlic for tonight's sauce. No, I was making mac and cheese. Wow. I killed it making mac and cheese. I don't know how it started. I got that that uh, uh, that circuit burning sulfury kind of smell uh, blended in with oh, re- oh, uh, so you burn, some you burn cheddar the and Monterey out. Jack. Oh no! And, uh, yeah, you don't hand shred your cheese, you monster. I have to shred two and a half pounds. I think this thing would do. A, I, so I from when I make my mac and cheese at Christmas, I shred five pounds. Okay, Mister, I shred five pounds of cheese at Christmas. <laughs> but that's Christmas. Try doing that three times a week. I think <laughs> it's true. I think this Snoopy Stone Cold machine would shred cheese pretty well. You put the cute cheese down Snoopy's thing, push the plunger down, and turn the crank. You got shredded cheese. You know what? It's worth the try for twelve bucks. I'll do it. Oh my god! Please make a that could be your first ever blog. I could resend you your login because I'm sure you forgot it. You sent me one. Yes. Good login and and post a video and tell your story of how you bought a Snoopy snow cone mach- maker to great cheese, and if it works, let me know because I'm using it next Christmas. Okay. So I don't have to hand great cheese. Yeah, let me see if there's one at my target. Like, like if you look at the the pictures, it's basically a, a, a cylinder cheese grater. Yeah, they are cranking around. There's no reason this shouldn't. I do like that. I type in Snoopy and Target, and the first thing that comes up up is snow cone maker. Yeah, well, what the hell else do they sell Snoopy anymore? Ready within two hours with order pickup. Look at that. What an age we live in. Yeah, go get it. Order it. Well, you can pick it, up a crazy art cotton candy maker and ice cream maker too while you're at it. Warning, choking hazard small part. It's perfect for gifting. I guess it's one of those things that you look at, it's like, I don't need this shit. And then you go, no, no, you don't. But someone else does. Yeah, but you do need it. I do because I broke my food processor. Yeah, right. What I, else? I broke I broke a three hundred dollar Cuisinart and now I'm gonna replace it with a twelve dollar Snoopy hand crank. And watch you come on the show next week and like, oh, this works pretty much better mm-hmm. than than the Cuisinart ever did. 
Fuck, oh, they, I can get a Dr. Dreadful lab, too. What? The Dr. Dreadful lab's back out? Yeah, it's a zombie version. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was on my thing, too. On my uh, other things you should buy. Is That's not Dr. Dreadful. Oh, yeah, it is Dr. Dreadful. It's licensed as what Dr. Dreadful. What the fuck? I had the Dr. Dreadful uh, food and drink lab, and I was kind of embarrassed that I had it because I was probably too old to be playing with that shit. Mm-hmm. But I kept them in our club, our treehouse, clubhouse. I thing. like how at one point you were embarrassed to have that, but then I walk in your office and it's just a, a world of Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's. Oh yeah, there's uh, a certain point where you just become an asshole kid, and you 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 know I don't know why, but like now if I could get my hands on a Doctor Dreadful lab, it would be set up on my desk, and if like I like if it was like our first date in a transverse, I'd be like, you want to go back to my house? I'll make you a drink. Oh, well, I only drink I only drink whiskey. No, 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 no. I'll make you a drink with my Dr. Dreadful drink lab. <laughs> or no, she assumes that. I'll tell him, like, you want to go back? I'll make you a drink. Sure. And she's, like, sitting on the couch, getting herself comfortable. And I'm sitting on my test tubes and my little, like, bubbler to make it. <laughs> you, you have, like, instead of a shaker. You're, you're... Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, this is my Dr. Dreadful lab. I figured... the, the foamy skull shit or whatever the hell it was. Right. I figured the bra- it makes brains. The like, brains. it comes with, like, a, the cool thing that... It came with a bunch of test tubes that hooked up, like the stoppers had like air holes in them, and you put it in and had like a, a machine that blew air, so it looked like they were bubbling. Yeah, it was it was rather stupid, but it was so cool. Doctor, dreadful. I'm gonna drink lab. I have to make sure I actually have to order this online through our Target account, so Mrs. Squeezer sees me ordering it because I want her to ask me why. Oh man, I think I can get one for twenty five bucks on eBay. Get ready, squeezer. Someone's <laughs> gonna be making Doctor Dreadful drinks. Someone's gonna have food poisoning. Right. So yeah, it came with like the bubbler and the three test tubes, and then like a, a graduated cylinder. Is it? Is this an original? Yeah, the original one. Yeah. It's probably safer to actually eat creepy crawler goop from back then than whatever is left over in that. Yeah, it's a uh, original. Oh no, it's just a refill kit. Oh, twenty five well. bucks. So yeah, it um, it contained two graduated cylinders, like 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 graduated. Look at you, Mister Scientist. What what, it, what do you call the things that that kind of go up in like a V shape? Graduated cylinder. That's a graduated cylinder. Yeah. What is the what is the thing with the all right? It, and it came with the bubbler and all sorts of cool thing it just made it was yeah so cool everything tastes horrible the putrid potion ingredients are part one sugar citric acid part two sugar sodium bicarbonate artificial flavor part three sugar <laughs> fdnc yellow five part four uh, no, wait sorry some scientist here is motherfucker uh graduated cylinders are the ones that are like the tall ones with measury shit on yeah it. that's what i thought i had it right what was the yeah. v one yeah see the v made... the v one yeah the one that goes up like a V. No, no, these are straight tubes. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. That's what there's. I had it right. But it's not a V. No, I'm ask. I know I'm asking what the V is. Oh, I don't know. Let me look at uh, V shaped cylinder. V engine. No, I understand why you would be confused with that. Oh, uh, it's the, called a glass fa- a glass flask. Oh, a flask. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tapped out on uh, fucking Breaking Bad early on. I just sorry. I know it's the greatest show on TV. So did I. I, really I got did. other shit to do. 
Um, so yeah, it, it so the ingredients are basically sugar, 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 uh, sodium bicarbonate, and citric acid. And then let's the, point out that we didn't know what a flask was. Yeah, we're smart. Yeah. So you can make putrid potions. You can make monster warts, which that's why he licks off his hand. And then you can make liquid eyes and worms. And I just remembered those. It was some Ew. sort of it was some sort of gelatin that never really worked out and was disgusting. And the, everything was just so disgusting on this. The actual lab. like half made gelatin I find more disgusting than yeah. actual worms. Yeah. Like you, you didn't put it in your fridge to set and it just didn't work the way in the commercials. Which, you know, they put in their fridge to set. But I, I wanted to be that kid in the in the lab in the turtleneck looking with bug eyes at the drink lab so badly and I just you know, it came with a drop or two. Everything was so cool. Sorry about the bug eyes thing. <sighs> I'll be in my office. All right. And I'll be in my office with the Dr. Dreadful Drink Lab kit. <laughs> it says best used by August 1996. Still be good, right? I I mean, I don't think you're supposed to eat it to begin with, so I think <laughs> right. you're fine. I could probably remake all these with this ingredients. But we'll we'll get there. We'll, oh, that could be I'll finally do the first cooking radiers, uh, cooking the radio show, and I'll make the Doctor Dreadful drinks. All that right, make sure one. you do that because that way I'll still beat you uh, to the punch with my blog um, before your Ninja Turtles video comes out. Sounds good. All right, here's your next pick. I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. This is only your second pick, Squeezer. God damn oh, it. Oh jeez. He's learning spelling with Texas Instruments Speak and Spell. L-R-A-I-N. That is correct. She's teaching her brother with Speak and Spell. H-E-R. That is right. They're learning new words with Speak and Spell. But don't tell them they're learning. They just think they're having fun. Speak and Spell for words. Speak and Read for stories. Speak and Math for numbers. From Texas Instruments, they make learning fun. You wouldn't happen to still have this. I could probably use it. Uh, no, no. And even then, like, this is my main thing about the speaking spell. I never actually used it the way you're supposed to. Um, I, I guess it was a learning tool. Um, I used it the same way, like, E.T. used it. Like, it was my <laughs> communicator. It was my tricorder. It was my, it was my high-tech science-y thing when I played Spaceman. Oh, I didn't yeah. fucking learn words. I had a computer now, and it was like, do, 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 do. Yeah, it made noises, and it lit up, and it had buttons. I think I'm pretty sure. I was a dummy. <laughs> we, I'm pretty sure we used it exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's the brainchild, although it a lot of effort went into it, and it's out of, out of Texas Instruments. It came out in 1978, mm-hmm. um, and, it, I mean, it was huge. It was, like, really you can almost say it's like the first personal computer um, for many. It was very early on in the day. And it had uh, all kinds of you know games programmed in, and it was supposed to like teach you how to pronounce words. There was different, different kind of games. Uh, I'll just run down the list. Uh, mystery words, secret code letter, drop it, memory, mystery, mix-up, and they're all word games. Mm. And look at me. Listen to me. Listen to me uh, bastardize the English language. I didn't use this damn thing for that. Right. I got to press the little clicky buttons and make things light up, and I was so happy about that. I can't say anthropomorphize, so... Exactly. You know, you know I didn't use this fucking thing. Um, what, what was cool about it was I, I, 
I was reading that it was one of the first um, like attempts. It was almost like a, like a project, a study project into uh, speech synthesis. Oh, oh, look at me get look at me say it nice and slow so I didn't just synthesis. mumble over it. Synthesis, speech synthesis. You hit all um, the perfect words there. Yeah, and to be fair, we're still kind of waiting on it. You know, like it, 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 we're there, but we're not there. Like if you type something in, you're gonna hear that difference rather than, you know, a a a person actually saying words. If if we if if it was still if it was perfect if we were there, like you wouldn't ca- cast voice actors for animation and video games, you know? Right. You would just type in the text and, um. But yeah, this was like one of the first early attempts at that at at, at creating that. Uh, and at the same time, make it uh, make an educational toy. Ugh. Yeah, I know. But what made this blow up, though, was clearly ET. Um, I mean, it's it's probably some of the most famous product placement, greatest product placement of all time. I and think. The fact um, that, I think for ET, that goes for Reese's Pieces. Let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, Eminem, you know, Eminem's turned that down. Did they really? They did. Oh, you dummies. I know. Oh, way to go, Milton. Right. Um, I mean, but we, I, I, I didn't even look at, but you, even though you can argue that's product placement, but was the speak and spell, I mean, I'm sure something was worked out, but it, it fits so naturally into, you know, the movie and the plot. I think this it, it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, the script called for M&Ms and M&Ms said no to them, so they went to Reese's Pieces. And they, they knew that this was Steven Spielberg, right? I get it. It was still young. No one but knew who the fuck Steven Spielberg was. Anyone that's in the marketing department should have seen Jaws and be like, "Oh, this guy's going somewhere." Should have, but didn't. Dummies. Dummies, dummies, dummies. Uh, there are a couple iterations of it. Uh, and when it first came out, uh, so it had um, uh, VFD uh, pixels, which are uh, vacuum fluorescent um, tubes, basically, which wouldn't be replaced with LEDs um, or LCD screen until uh, the 89 version, which was the uh, super speaking spell. Yeah. And uh, originally it had uh, individual like uh, push button keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ran from like that was in the like the late the seventies version. Uh, the one that all of us like you and I most likely had would have been like the single sheet. Uh, yes, that's the one we had. Yeah. Um. That that replaced uh the individual button, and I didn't know this. And if you look at the older ones, and in hindsight, it might look odd now, and it does. Uh. It was originally in alphabetical order. They didn't switch to a QWERTY keyboard until '89 with the uh, Super Speaking Spell. Oh, really? Yeah, and I ne- I didn't, th- I don't think yeah, anything never, of it. Yeah. And until you actually do that and you look at an old Speaking Spell and you look at the letters, it o- it feels odd seeing them in alphabetical order. Right. Yeah, I get that. That is that is weird. It should be QWERTY. Mm-hmm. Fix your speak and spell, people. Yes, I, 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 I believe I learned that from, and I, I will give credit. Uh, most credit. of my information, credit. <laughs> I will give credit. 
Uh, most of my information, I, we never cite sources on here. I will cite it. It was we just did. I just did cite sources. Okay, well, I, I'm I'm citing legitimate sources uh, of brilliant minds that gather information and distribute it to the masses, and that is a 2007 episode of Modern Marvels from 70s Tech. Oh. Well, yes, I was going to say, I was like, I cited, I, I didn't realize you were setting up a joke, but I cited sources when I was doing oh. the, uh, the, the real Ghostbusters. Hey, how is Modern Marvels a joke? Oh, it's, oh, hey, hi, Schmuffin. Uh, yeah, Schmuffin. Hey, Schmuffin. Nailed it. Uh, Olive, Olive does not meow. She makes little porg noises. Oh, porg. Like she actually says porg. No, she sounds like the Porgs from uh, The Last Jedi. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. And just say, if it was like a 80s, 70s or 80s sci-fi show, they would just say Porg. Yeah. Porg. Porg, Porg, Porg. Porg, Porg. But yeah, I realized in, in doing this, I'm like, oh, yeah, speaking spell. I had one of those. And then I realized, yep, I never actually used it or know what it does. Because mm. it, it was it, it was my, my little my little sci-fi toy and i guarantee you most people out there did it the exact same way yeah right i'm sure it helps someone out there i hope so not me not me no no i had all the special tutoring i needed because of my mild dyslexia (laughs) actually i think it was just laziness (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I uh, somewhere between the cross of dyslexia and laziness, but yeah, I I think it actually came down to I was a seer of the future, and I'm like, look, at some point we're all just gonna type in these magical machines that fit in our back pocket, and the computer is gonna correct us into saying what we want to say anyway, mm-hmm. and it's not even gonna correct our words; it's gonna make shit up as we go and realize it's gonna know what we want to say. And we don't even have to do half the typing. Yeah, like no, you're crazy. Learn how to spell Mississippi. Right. Yeah, that's the one you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without Mississippi, you're fucked. Because, you know, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Boom. Yeah, well, fortunately, it just rolls off the tongue. And I have to, like, think to myself when I play, when I spell Pennsylvania, the state I live in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, At, I do have to think about it each and every time. Is there two N's or two S's or two V's? Well, I think they had to make Mississippi pretty easy to spell down there. <laughs> With all due respect. Hey. Sorry, I'm not defending Mississippi. Um, all right, so speaking spell, that's a pretty good pick. Uh, Thanks. My next one has nothing to do with learning whatsoever. The ultimate threat to the universe is here. I am Hordak, and this is my evil horde. Rage! Mantena! Twizzler! Your evil even scares me, Hordak, my friend. The evil horde has no friends. The evil horde, new from the Masters of the Universe collection. All figures each sold separately. Let me out of here! From Mattel. Okay, so the evil horde was introduced um, as like a small group of of uh, bad guys for He-Man to fight. Then Hordak was implied to be the supreme re- leader, and um, you know, was trying to shake things up, make a different group of uh, evil guys. 
for He-Man to fight other than Skeletor. Mm -hmm. Uh, So obviously He-Man came out before I was kind of born (laughs) when I was a baby. But when I was uh, in 1985, I was three. That's when I started like being into He-Man figures. And uh, that's when they introduced the the evil horde into the lineup. Uh, But since filmation, the, who made the cartoons was moving on to the She-Ra series, they decided to make the Horde the lead villains in the new series. Hmm. Um, so, uh, obviously, there's Hordak, there's Grizzlor, there's Mantena, there's Leech, and there's Modulok. <laughs> <laughs> um, all great characters, and I had them all on... Uh, um, all on my uh pretty much i had every single one of them i had all like all the and tongue lasher um i had he came with like the the tongue that you i had so many of the evil horde figures like that that was probably makes sense is that that, that's when i was more into the line of 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 he-man figures horde prime was like the faceless leader and he was mainly in the Christmas show, I remember. Hordak, I, th- I don't remember if I ever had Hordak himself. I think I did. Mantena, I had. He was really cool. Uh, the original figure, his eyes, like, popped out of his head. It was pretty cool. They made him look a little different in the, in the cartoon and She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, Grizzlor was kind of like Beast Man, but he, he actually came with real fur. The oh. Real strong bastard. Um the slime pit specifically said, do not use Grizzlor in it. Uh, oh, really? There's a warning with it? Yeah. It was like, don't you? And, and uh, Moss Man, too, was another one I ever warned you not to use. Leech was one I remember taking in the bathroom all the time because he was the one with suction cups on his hands and his mouth. And his mouth had like the, and his back had like a, a air thing. So when you sucked him on, you pull it and he gave like a bigger, like a bigger suction to him. Uh, he was one of the ones that I actually had um he came with the mini comic uh leech the master of power suction unleashed (laughs) Uh, which i will have in my possession i think tomorrow i bought an original pretty much mint on card version from zombie sailor toys super motu sale for an amount of money that's gross but worth every penny no it it just occurred to me the Going to, if, if I may quick branch off and reference the Masters of the Universe starring the great and powerful Dolph Lundgren of 1987. Yeah. Um, that That's uh, supposed to be Beast Man in the movie. Yeah, but he looks more like Grizzlar. He that, looks more that, like That Grizzlar. was my biggest complaint uh, as a kid. Yeah, that it, I, uh, I remember telling my dad, that's not Beast Man, that's Grizzlar. I was like, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> or do, do you think? Maybe that was a production oversight. Like they they found like a Grizzlor, but they went with Beastman, you know. And like they like, here this is Beastman, and like like someone doesn't well, care. They're getting paid. Beastman looks cooler, so yeah. Uh so um, and obviously, <laughs> Modulog, he is ridiculous. He came with like a thousand different like pieces. And and things you could do with with him. He was a two headed red guy uh, that came with like a different uh, 
Do you, do you know the character I'm talking about? Yeah. And then he, he came with all the different, it was, it was basically like, a, uh, like you're getting a whole kit with this action figure. And this was when they were kind of like throwing everything at the, um, throwing everything at the uh, wall and selling what's st- stuck to sell more action figures. Obviously, Radlor uh, and oh, the 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 snake guys became like popular. I had tongue last year. He had like the wheel on his back that his like little film tongue would come in and out. Uh, appeared in the King of the Snake Man, but yeah, eighty five is when these action figures were actually. Uh, out there and 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 in their most popularity, uh, uh, I can't think of anyone cooler than Monty Luck though, and all his his pieces, his extra claw hands, his extra tails, his Monty Luck actually had to come in a in a box. He had so many uh, different pieces, twenty two full body parts. Oh, uh, the evil was beast. he was he priced any differently for for that? Or? Yeah, he was. He was he was not. He wasn't in your typical blister pack. Okay, you can make over a thousand different monster creations with the Modulok. He was Modular. Sorry, it was Modulok. Um. So yeah, the evil horde was uh, my pretty much bread and butter into the He-Man series. I, I had He-Man. I had, I had uh, He-Man's cast of characters, but when it came to bad guys, obviously I had Skeletor, but I had tons of the Horde because that, that was was on shelves at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my battle pretty much came down to Leech and Ram Man every time. <coughs> it's a good, good battle right there. Yeah. All right. Um... It's a, it, it was a dark match. <laughs> Here is your third pick. Mad balls, mad balls, gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball, they're gross, funny, yucky, sick. There's eight, so you can take your pick. We throw catches, uh-oh, fun. There's so much gross in every one. Freaky fun is what they're for. There's so much ugly, so much more. Gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. Mad ball. Mad ball. Mad ball. Freaky fun for everyone, sold separately from Amtoy. Mad ball. Mad ball. I, uh, these again, the, the dirtiness uh, of this advertising. Yeah, right. Freaky fun for everyone. Freaky fun for everyone. Yeah, you had to do that voice. Everyone. I, I, I can do it, just not intentionally. Um, I mean, who didn't have... Some mad balls, right? Yeah, and who, at some cheap. point, was that, told you couldn't, why. you couldn't have these because they're too gross, or you weren't allowed to take these to school, or something like that. I never had that, but and I even went to Catholic school, but I don't. We weren't allowed to take shit to school, so um, we had that, but I never had. I never had anyone complaining about mad balls. No. Yeah, I remember that was like one of the things that they would take away. So don't even bring them in. I have a Madball Mini from a blind bag from a couple of years ago when they re-released them, sitting on my desk. That's what I'm always like, like, like keeping myself occupied with, so I don't play with bottle caps like I did it like twenty some shows ago. And you're like, what the hell are you playing with? <laughs> Something soft and squishy. Yeah. 
Um, well, yeah, you, you showed me that because they, they released. <clears throat> so they're still around. Um, they who. Uh, who took over Madballs? I had, a, I had that written down somewhere. But at some point, Mondo uh, released some in like 2006. And there is one. Just play um, LLC. It says on the bottom of mine. What's that? My, the bottom of mine says just play LLC. Okay. Yes. Uh, that is uh, the current. Um, which yeah, that's right. Uh, I I have there it is. Just play, which is still uh, a subsidiary uh, of uh, the main company that had owned them since. And do you know who? Um, so they're originally created by Amtoy. Do you know who Amtoy is a subsidiary of that these gross, disgusting things produces? It's Disney, right? No, e- even more wholesome. I don't know. American Greetings. Uh, oh, oh, the original one. Yeah, I knew Madballs was uh, American Greetings. I didn't know yes. that. Yes. Uh, still, Just Play is a, still a subsidiary of. If you go to just uh, go to Madballs dot com uh, and scroll to the bottom, you'll see that it's still uh, Just Play and American Greetings Entertainment. Well, you, you know what else American Greetings own? Oh, and also at the website, they also mentioned Toys R Us. They got to update their website, folks. You, you know who else they own, right? American Greetings. American uh, Greetings. My Pet Monster was American Greetings. Yes. Well, actually, yes. So Rainbow Bright. Uh, Rainbow Bright um, and um, Care Bears. Care Bears, all, all yes. All came out of this. And so they did Rainbow Bright and Care Bears. And I think, uh, was Strawberry Shortcake in the mix as well? Uh, I don't know. Uh, another, along those lines. Another, anyway. Every, pretty much every toy from our youth came out of fucking Ohio, by the way. These were these were based in Cleveland too, just like Kenner, just like every freaking toy. Well, that's because you didn't have any toys, so you'd use your imagination to make toys, and then they started selling the toys. Right, it was so, strawberry wow. shortcake was awesome. Um, that was a shot in the dark. The get along uh, gang, because yeah, so they um, Kelly Clarkson. Here's the thing. All those fall in line with what American greetings is Pop, that, you know, popples. like what you think of. We're going to talk. I was going to talk popples. Ring Raiders, squeeze. Remember Ring Raiders? Yeah, we talked Ring Raiders. Uh... You, you, there's one of your picks. That's American greetings. No shit. Yeah. Um, well, this was their first attempt at getting boys because the, all their other, those things that we mentioned, like Care Bears and Rainbow my, Bright, were very successful. My Pet Monster. Um, but you can argue. Well, I'm 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 getting there. Uh, uh, we're at, we're at uh, at uh, wave five. Okay, we're getting yeah. a wave seven. Relax. <laughs> uh, uh, so they were they were really successful with those, but they felt like it's all girl stuff. Which yeah, look, uh, I had a Care Bear. All right, relax. Yeah, so did I. I had Care Bear. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, literally hashtag. Um. So, like, we need to get the boys. Well, what do boys like? Well, boys are gross. Well, guess what? Girls are gross, too. Um, But I guess, yeah, boys are more gross. Um, So they made an attempt at going in the gross route. And they looked towards... um, Their example was, uh, like, Garbage Pill Kids. And what was cool is they took some of their artists that worked at American Greetings doing shitty-ass greeting cards, which... If you like to me, there's nothing worse in this world. I, if you would like say, find one thing in this world and 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 strike it 
from like you could just snap your fingers and Thanos it out of existence. And you you could say poverty and starvation and disease. No, I would snap greeting cards and just cards in general. Thank Aww. you cards, birthday card, just gone, just poof, doesn't exist anymore. No need. Not me. If you care about me, I know you care about me. Don't pay someone to tell me you care about me, unless it comes with a cool little like fold out thing or like a a, a pair of like three D glasses yeah, and a maze. This, or is, this is what I think about all the time, like. Like these, all these holidays, like people like get some money grab. Yeah, but it's someone's job. Yeah, well, or you can go to Joseph Gordon Levin route, um, dance with some birds, and leave your greeting card job to be an architect. Yeah, was that Five Hundred Days of Summer? Yeah, that's a good movie. I admit, I like it. It's it's got hall notes. You can't go wrong. Um, so they take these greeting. So they come up with two concepts. One was My Pet Monster, um, and the other was Mad Balls. And they took some of their artists who worked on the greeting cards company and go, make something gross. And they did. And so these guys finally, it's, could you imagine, you and I, like, we got to make a living. And you and I, we have to do, uh, you know, greeting cards, thank you cards, sweet shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, you and I, especially you, and I, I, I'm more than capable of writing some really sappy shit. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside, having this evil being in your head, just knowing that I'm writing something really sappy and this is going to win him over, but I just want to like throw a, a monstrous lizard-looking face with a steel plate over his right eye and a padlock over his mouth <laughs> at someone. That's lock lips, folks. That's lock lips. That's lock lips, kids. Um, so they came up, and they came up with a line of these. Uh, uh, the original ones were a little harder, and then they started making them squishier because, you know, people were getting hurt. Um, so I'll run down. So you have Fist Face, which is a, a severed hand clenched in a fist with awful fingernails uh, squeezing an eyeball out. So it's kind of like a cyclops, but also a face. Yeah. Uh, freaky Fullback, which is uh, a was a football player with a th- crushed helmet and exploding pussy eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snake Bite, who is like a Medusa-looking thing with fangs and kind of like a face wrapped in uh, snakes. Okay. Uh, one of the most popular and most famous and uh, uh, what do I? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Sure. Um, um, Oculus Orbis. Great fucking name. And great... What what better way... To, oh, we have to make a really gross-looking ball. What do we do? I don't know. Let's make a real big, veiny eyeball. And it and it worked. Uh, you got lock lips. I'm, I'm going down the uh, sticker list here. Mm. Um, uh, wolf Breath, who's like a, a, a werewolf with some bloody teeth. You got Arg, mm. which is kind of like a Frankenstein-looking kind of thing. Slobulus, I think, is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, because he's like this weird zombie-looking thing with stitches across his face and his eyeball hanging out. Uh, Dustbrain, which is a, a mummy. Uh, Swine Sucker, who is a uh, fermenting-looking pig kind of thing. Oh. Um, and then Hornhead, who I, I feel like, if you had to have a leader of the pack, Hornhead's my, my leader that's of the, the pack. That's the one that's on my desk right now. Yes. And... and um, you have you have that I think that's a mini that you have right. It is a mini, correct? A mini, because um, Mondo did make 
like some to scale ones out of uh, uh, vinyl, and the horn head is like a work of art. Like in, in my parents' house, there's a bust of Winston Churchill. If one day I can get that pedestal, um, look great. You won the war. Uh, horn heads going on that thing. It, it's a work of art. The craftsmanship in that's just fantastic. Uh, and then Skullface, who is a well skull. But he looks so happy because he's got these big chompers. Um, just these these things are just so cool. And and what was cool about them was you, you can get them. They were, what did you say earlier? They're an impulse buy item. Yeah. Um, and they, they absolutely were. And they sold. They were they like sold when you're checking out at Toys R Us and your parents are buying your cousin something for their birthday. And you're like, Meh. they're like, all right, get a fucking mad ball for two dollars. Yeah. Um, so I, at one point, I guess the, the price was at three ninety nine, for four dollars. I meant yeah, four dollars, which it seems high, but can all things considered, um, it wasn't five dollars. It was that that if it was four ninety nine, you're like, oh, that's five dollars. It was that or a yo yo, and you always want Mad Ball yeah. over yo yo. Yeah. Oh, I I I'd enjoyed a good. Oh God, I would kill it just yo yo right now. <laughs> I was pretty good. Uh, that was it was no it was great about yo-yos i it had a uh, a little uh uh renaissance yeah when i was working at kb toy store they had yeah. a renaissance yeah that was like and, and it lasted through like the early 2000s so like in college that was a big there was a yo-yo club i did i did like number of my college videos i did for production that got me real far uh was like yo-yo tricks we saw we I couldn't skate so i couldn't do skate videos like, Duncan like professional yo-yos when mm -hmm. I was at uh, KB like yo-yos like were huge. Yep, I was pretty good. I, I spent a lot a lot of hours at KB just standing out front playing with a yo-yo. Like, hey, it's come on, therapeutic. In. We're selling no. Well, they're like, well, like they they asked me to do it. They're like, just stand up here, play with the yo-yo. We're selling them. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I, I should do that. Like I should, rather than when like you know this is baseball season. Rather than standing around and uh, smoke cigars in my downtime and like kill my lungs and my pocket, mm -hmm. just get a yo-yo and I'll stand there and just play my yo-yo all day like an idiot. Yeah, it might work. Um, uh, yeah, they sold uh, ten million uh, these things in the first year. Mad balls. Yeah. Um, they were huge because they they really were. It's like you could just you could grab one. Like I don't think no one just went to the store to buy a Mad Ball. No. And they sold them in like like a CVS, the toy section. Yes. So like you yeah, go there, and they were the cool, like and they were just... oh, you could buy one of these off-brand like Arco He-Man's, or you can get a fucking Mad Ball. Uh, uh, Mad Ball. Yeah. So you can ball. either get something a knockoff or the actual real product and you know that had additional license one of those so that, arco uh knockoff he-mans and kept it in the fucking package because they're worth a fucking fortune now mm. but oh, what was that? fair can't... point yeah that the knockoffs are worth more than the actual real he-mans um yeah they licensed this shit out to like trapper of trapper keeper fame you know they made great folders the other worlds um, so it was like bendy figures, the other world, Arco. Yeah. They they sold them um um Arco's the other world figure. Look them up. They're pretty cool. 
world. All right, you can continue. Sorry, I interrupted you there. Okay. No, no worries. Now I got. I don't know why, but now I have um, different world theme songs stuck in my head. It's a different world. Yeah. From where, where you come, come from? from? It doesn't take much, folks. They haven't had a Castle Zendo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they licensed this shit out. There, you know, I didn't know this. I, I, it, I didn't go deep enough, I guess, in the Madball Mania. I just had a couple, um, and, and they were cool to have. But there was a comic. There was a cartoon too. Marvel. Yeah, like, Marvel uh, was taking anything on the day. It was back yeah. when, back before Marvel blew the. Yeah, good. Marvel. So it lasted six issues. It launched with like it. It was under the Star Comics brand. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, shuttered its doors. Um, and then there were, yeah, two cartoons. Um, they were direct-to-video. So there was one that was kind of like a cartoon in itself, like a, like a 22-minute series. And then the second one was what is described uh, uh, as Monty Python-ish. And I was actually watching some of it because uh, you can just YouTube. type in Madball's cartoon. It's YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the Internet. You're here, you can watch them. Uh, and it's What's just up? like little Fox sketches and skits. Huh. Yeah. I remember renting one of them from Blockbuster a lot, but it, it really? wasn't the sketch sketch one. Oh, that's the first one then. That's yeah, the, it was first the first one. one. Yeah, yeah, there was two. Um, yeah, they didn't they didn't go the full the full route of uh, every other cartoon in the '80s that was basically a 22 minute commercial on a Saturday afternoon to sell us toys in between the other eight minutes of commercials. Yeah, and I love those. Those were the days. Oh. Oh yeah, the only the only the only thing uh, that wasn't a toy commercial was the bumpers uh, for the actual uh, After these station. Be right yeah. back. that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Because everything else, even the commercials for other cartoons, is a commercial for those toys. Yeah. Um, and but that's what made them so great. Mm-hmm. Make uh, we should get back to that. What, what was that? EI, the yeah, and at, at the same point, I'm that guy that is all for more educational programming. Well, now <laughs> like, you have a daughter, that's, my, but that's about... like my sworn, like, that will be my legacy one day. Is I, I will, you know, entertain yet educate the masses. Um, well, Mr. Wizard did, and Bill Nye did. You just have to get yeah, it right a little, yeah. And there's a, yeah, there could be, a... and I. I woke up early every weekday, like six o'clock, so I can watch Mr. Wizard. Yeah, there, I love there, that damn gotta show. There's got to be a fair mix of it. Like, if you have all educational shit, people are gonna get sick of it. But you know, yeah. if you if well, you don't have... get me wrong. On a, on a Sunday morning, I turn on CBS and I watch Mo Rocca tell me about you know gears and shit. What's this? What are you talking about? Uh, he's got he's got one of those shows on there. It's uh, it I think it's a uh, presented by Ford. Uh, it's the Ford Hour of Engineering and whatever, and then a couple like Aqua shows, like Mammal show. You know, I put it on, and I I don't care if the kid doesn't want to watch it. I'm watching animals. All right, we're watching animals. Squeeze that. Yeah. I went Minnie and Daisy. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. And then 20 minutes later, we're watching a mouse. And not a real-life mouse getting eaten by a hawk like I wanted to, no. And that learns you on something. Yeah. yeah. Learn how to learn how to burrow. 
Solar flare is coming, folks. Solar flare is coming. Mad balls. This is pretty cool. Um, man, we're finally start. We're over the hump. We're ready for the last part of it. We're about three hours into the podcast. <laughs> ready to talk about my fourth pick. And this commercial is a relatively new one, but it's all I could find to talk about a toy from the 80s. He's been your best friend for over 30 years. He's got an amazing smile and an eye for adventure. Little Tyke's Cozy Poop. Get ready for the ride of your life. With quiet ride tires and front wheels that spin 360 degrees. Built-in handle for parent power drives. And removable floorboards for kid power. Right, we didn't hear all this garbage, but I'm talking about the Little Tyke's Crazy Coop. That red... Really? You couldn't find an actual, like, dated commercial for that? No, nothing. That that felt kind of creepy. Very, like, infomercial-ish. Yeah, I felt like that might have been homemade, but I don't know. I still... still went yeah, with it worked. It, it worked. So, uh, the, the everyone, almost, almost everyone had one of these, the crazy mm-hmm. coop. Uh, it was, so there's a lot of history behind this. Um, is that really, I'm never, I have one, I, I'm literally underneath it right now. It's in my dining room. I am in the basement. It's right there. So I found this article done that was written in 2013 called pedal power to horsepower toys point towards future of cars. And it says, Morning Edition has reported the Toyota Camry is the best-selling car in the U.S., and the Ford Focus is the world's best-seller. Now it's time for a correction of sorts, because it turns out the dominance of the Focus and Camry is rivaled by another car. It's American-made, has zero emissions, and is highly affordable. We're talking about the Crazy Coupe, the yellow-roofed, red-bodied, kid-sized toy, kid-sized toy car. Toys like the Crazy Coupe are more than just child's play. In fact... If you want to find out about the future of the auto industry, there's no better place to look than the playground. Um, I guess the reason why it sells so big is because a lot of the toy cars don't have roofs on them. And kids are looking for something that mimic what their parents drive. So they want to... Olive, please do not get on my keyboard. Hmm. We're doing a live show here. Are we still recording? We're still recording. As you say, we're doing a live show. Live to tape, folks. Live to tape. It's a term. Olive's here on my lap, and she's she's not a noisemaker like Schmuffin, but she wants to climb up and like lay on. She wants to basically. I I can move my keyboard, and I'll be fine. She basically wants to lay on the area where my keyboard is and just bask in me, I guess. Um, so, uh, here's some facts that I found about the crazy coop. Um, it was released in 1979. It was designed by Jim Mariel, a former car parts designer for Chrysler. Uh, it broke the rules for car styling, namely that it should be long, low, and look like it's going 60 while standing still. That's what the rules for cars were back then. Mm-hmm. It was an unusual toy car because at the time, toy cars that size were all pedal cars. You had to be a certain age to operate them. This one was Fred Flintstone style foot powered. That oh, way. you know what? I remember. So growing up, I, I got to look these up. My grandparents uh, in the driveway, they had these pedal ones. They had a tractor and like this other car and they were they were metal. Like They were like stainless steel or tin cars. Yeah. And yeah, they had pedals. And that that was our thing. We'd pedal. Like, yeah, but this one could be operated by any kid from like one to like six, I think, as the mm-hmm. age on it. Um by removing the pedals, Mario was able to, within a budget, add other features like working doors, the roof, the gas cap, which was huge. 
Oh yeah. Um, the squeaky horn. Right. Uh, instead of sitting on it, you get into it, which was like something huge for kids. And you know, without the pedal gear system, you could af- make it affordable still by doing uh, that. I'm gonna tell you right now, ours mm. rarely doesn't uh, rarely doesn't move that far. It, it doesn't move that far. And she just wants to it, sit in it, right? It's more about getting in and out. Yeah, that's more important. Right, and he realized this, and that's what was huge for it. It was USA's top-selling car in 1991 with 500,000 units sold that year, while America's other two best-selling cars, the Honda Accord and Ford Taurus, sold 399,000 and 299,000, respectively. Um, In 1996, they reintroduced the Cozy Coupe-type vehicle uh, range, which included an SUV, a pickup truck, a Roadster, and a yellow and teal Grand Coupe. (laughs) In 1998, the company released a Cozy Coupe 2, which featured thick pillars on the front roof. In 2009, the 30th anniversary edition of the Coupe was released, which featured a handle on the roof so parents could push it. I love that thing. Cup holder for kids. And they made a face of the car with... Uh, oh, that cup holder's for kids? Yeah. Because right. it's in the back. It's perfect. Right. You can, and there's two, so you can have your beer and your coffee in there while you're pushing your kid around. Perfect. So uh, the last thing that's pretty cool about this is the Crazy Coupe is part of the permanent collection at the Crawford Auto Aviation Museum in Cleveland, alongside the DeLorean, the Corvette, and the Model T Ford. That is awesome. Oh, I shit, I almost forgot too. Going back when I was, and that's what's cool when you see toys, like represented, like as an important piece of culture. Uh, the Speak and Spell. I I remember seeing it. It's at the Smithsonian. It is, and this thing is 40 years old this year. Jeez. It's the 40th anniversary of the Little Tykes Crazy Coupe. Still made in America, still out of Ohio. Right, Olive? She's just sitting here basking in me. Just Actually, she's staring at the, the floor, but she's just, she likes the space heater's on, so she's very much like her dad. She likes the space heater. Stay warm. Chili kitty. She likes blankets and space eaters, so, yeah. You're like a shut-in. <laughs> so is Olive. All right. Um, oh, and let's get, before we move on, let's give credit to the uh, creative people out there with the skill and talent oh, to the create ones, these Ecto-1s. The, the Jurassic Park ones. There's it's, so many cool. It's glorious. crazy coots. Ah, I love them all. Uh, one day, Squeezer will do it. For his next, for... Squeeze that in part two. Yeah. Right now, I got to shred cheese using a Snoopy ice uh, right. cone maker. Yeah, cone maker. All right. Um, here's your next pick there, handsome. Fashion plate. Fashionable young ladies can now create fashions with fashion plates. You can change tops, bottoms, and hairstyles. Fashion plate. You can give them any color you want and even choose different textures. You can make hundreds of fashionable combinations. It's got all those fashionable traits, and they call it fashion plates. Fashion plates comes with 15 different plates and eight coloring pencils. Paper not included. By Tomy. That's a creepy commercial if I ever heard one. Yeah, so I was going to pull the one that I actually remember from, like, the early 90s uh-huh. um, that also plugged, like, the uh, 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 New Kids on the Block uh, licensed one. But this commercial is from 1981, and we're talking 80s, and it was creepy. And uh, the girls in the commercial are dressed like curtains, so I had to go with this one. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you on that. Yeah. Um I I don't remember playing with this at all because it's a girl's toy and my sister had it, but I never played with this. I didn't use it and color it in and uh then cut them out and and stand them around like my little fashion models. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um We already talked about how the binaryism of and I don't want to trigger anybody. <laughs> the binaryism of toys back then kind of sucked. Like I well, they know. even said it in the commercial. Girls will love like just, yeah. And, and well at the same time they did release a um what the hell they call it? Where is it? I have it written down here. Uh Mighty Man uh Mighty Mighty Man and Monster Maker. Um which was along the same lines. But it was very like Tongue in cheek, almost like, ah, you don't, you boys don't really want to play with this, but we'll make one for you. Right. Whereas, like, the girls one, the fashion plates, when I say girls ones, I mean, you know, shit. I, look, I played with the damn thing. Yeah, um, I, I remember them being at our doctor's office. That's where I played with them. Oh, that's a good, yeah. I, I just, my sister definitely had, my sister had these. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, like so, the one in the commercial is is rather brown because there's 81, and there's something about the 70s and 80s. Like they knew all the plastic was gonna turn right. yellow anyway, so let's start that way. In the late 80s, they made them all pastel, right? Everything is pink, blue, and purple pastel. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it came with you had like a, a little char uh, uh, a charcoal or black crayon or black pencil uh, scrubber. That you would do a uh, a uh, a rub, thank you, uh, and then from there you would then take it and use colored pencils and and fill it in. And there were different plates. There was like a head, a torso, legs. Some had the head and torso combined. Later's later ones had where you could swap out the faces and the heads and hairs and stuff like that, and it got a little more complicated. All right. But your basic one was like your legs, torso, and head. And you can mix and match, uh, you know, uh, patterns that were of a raised um, texture. And then you do the rub, which gives you your design. You don't have to f draw freehand when you're an untalented ass like myself. But then you can use your talents of using colored pencils to fill in the gaps, um, much like myself. <laughs> and then, yeah, you could do all kinds of different designs and stuff like that. And then they made great little cutouts. You'd cut them out, and you can you can stand them and pose them and stuff like that. Or you could just be like, dude, I'm a badass. I'm Indiana Jones. I'm down in the sores and doing a rub on the shield. It just so happens that it's a attractive female in a skirt and a uh, uh, pleated, uh, shoulder-padded, puffed uh, blouse. Right. Yeah. Nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about that at all. Um, these were made. These were made and released by Tommy, uh, with one M. Uh, it's a Japanese company. Yeah, actually, uh, and uh, they now merged into form. Uh, what the hell are they called? Uh, they their biggest competitor was uh, Takora over there, and so they formed Takora Tommy. So now they're like the super mutant of, you know. They're pretty big over there. They got their own stuff. Uh, There's a lot of baby the shit. The Japanese toy Megazord? Yeah, pretty much. And they're also in bed with Hasbro because they're like the main licensor of Hasbro toys in Japan. Um, oh. 
And that partnership's been going on for quite some time. That's why uh, you'll see there are Barbie licensed. Um, uh, fashion plates. Fashion plates are one of them. Yeah. Uh, right now, I guess I'm looking at it, and the LOL surprise uh, garbage that they make. Oh, you see that uh, everywhere. They're doing that now. Uh, I just, I just looking at as I scroll through some of my tabs of uh, pictures and so stuff like that. They, that's one of the things now that pops up on the market. Um, so yeah, these are still going strong, and it, it's just, it's a, I don't want to call it basic but there are certain toys that are kind of they went out they went away for a while mm-hmm. um which everything kind of has a cycle sure and it, it, you could apply it to maybe it's like the parents now look at it's like oh i had that so my kid will like it um like i don't see like maybe somewhere down the road a little bit later are we too late for it like i don't know if it's like spirograph's gonna make a comeback nah maybe um Maybe, but this is a little different, and, and it's a fun little outlet. And I'm sure there's something I didn't bother to look it up. I'm sure it's out there, but there's probably an app for it where you can do the, the same thing by rubbing your finger on the phone. But it's just not the same. There's something, something fun and tactile about it. You say the same about books, though. I'm like, I I'm do. reading on the Kindle. Kindle, you're like, I need a book. I'm like, I give you a book. You're like, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. Well. You do have children. It's understandable. Uh, fashion plates. Cool pick. Um, oh, my God. We're on my last pick. Are we really? Yeah. I feel like we're only like halfway there. No, nah, we're, we're... Oh, living on a prayer. Um, Take my hand. We'll make it, I swear. Well, we'll make it. We're, we're two hours into the show. So we didn't even ramble on like assholes to start. No, we did. We came right up. Yeah. It wasn't even intentional. It's just we even set it before the show. He's like, "What do we got?" And like, I don't know. I guess we start the show. Yeah, we just had to start the show. Hmm. And we, I'm gonna finish it with this pick. Where are you off to today? Tahiti. Have fun. Hey, Dad. Presenting the Discovery Globe from Fisher Price. It brings the world to life with 120 slides of faraway places built right in. Wow. So kids can travel as far as their imaginations will take them. Now where are you going? Hot safari. Watch out for those elephants. Okay, Dad. The Discovery Globe from Fisher Price. Because learning should be fun. So the Discovery Globe, we had a couple of these products. I, I, my brother specifically got the Discovery Globe, and I got the Discovery Map. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, both cool in its own right. The map was this huge plastic cocksucker of a beast that had like actual like legs that came out to make it a table because it was so big, and then this dial on the side that you'd like dial up the different features, um, that you could like pull in if you want to look it up and have like a little magnifying glass that you'd go down. Oh, oh, wait, wait. The discovery map, it's like the United States? Yes. And like you turn the knob and like they like. It'd be like like state bird, state tree. Oh my, oh, you just blew my mind with this thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm having one of those moments when people, 
This is what this show's all about, folks. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this thing. So the globe was this like globe. It looked like a regular globe, but you plugged it in and it lit up inside. And then it mm-hmm. had this like eyepiece that would track around on it, and you move it to different little like clear sections and look down in it, and have a slide like of something that was like from that country. And it's called the Discovery Globe. Um, there was also like uh, I think a telescope and. Uh, yeah, it's called the Fisher Price Fun Starter Series. So, hold on, I'm gonna pull up my notes on it without disturbing Olive, because she's a little princess. Uh, Fisher. And you are the P. So, um, it was the large white plastic with the hole and uh, the landmarks and everything. But uh, it came with like a book too that you could like learn more information about, and I <laughs> I, I love I love this stuff like like it, it makes sense that like I'm, um, all about like going anywhere now because uh, when I was a kid I had this and then like when we got our first computer with a CD-ROM we had this like uh, online this like CD-ROM Olive come here please do not go on my laptop. We had this uh, CD-ROM encyclopedia that had, like, little tiny video clips that played with it. And I'd constantly, like, browse, like, other countries because it had, like, di- different clips of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it all stemmed from me, like, looking up, like, Rehoboth Beach in our, wor- in our um, world books, you know, encyclopedia world books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just – and it, it was, like, a little blurb. But then I'd, I'd start looking up other places. And then when I could look up more information, like, we were prime. Like, kids don't know how good they had it. Like information was such like a valuable resource when we were kids, and now it's just all at your availability. You just have to know what's bullshit and what's not. But back then, like you know, it was very scarce, and you believe what you read. So yeah, these were like cool toys for me, and that's I put them in the last because there's not much to say about them because they weren't, you know, necessarily things you like action figures or anything, but they're really cool toys. And I, mm-hmm. I would really like to add um, a Discovery Globe to my office. Uh, I think I'm going to go on eBay and search for one and get one That's of those cool. bad boys because those are a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I had the Discovery map. So did I. That was mine, um, and my brother had the globe. Yeah. But I, I would cool. always go after the globe. And- yeah, I love the little magnifier that would come with it. It was like almost like a um, – uh, like a uh, – not uh, – What's the fucking uh, devil game? Ouija board. Almost like a little Ouija board magnifier that you would like kind of slide around. Uh, it had a string on it, too, so you couldn't wander too far with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember the Fisher-Price Starscope telescope set? It was, at, it was all under the same, like, Fisher-Price. So it was like a yellow, like, school-lined paper background with, like, the red top to I, it. I remember it. I was always jealous because, like, the same kid that had, like, uh, uh, Castle Grayskull had this. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Um, and then as you got a little bit older, you just used it as a sniper scope when you were playing in the backyard. Plucking off targets. So, yeah, I, until I just saw the end of this commercial, I forgot my brother had this. Um, it had a... Uh, it makes so much sense that you say that. That Chris had this? Yeah. 
So it it had these slides, these these like slides, that long slides that you put oh through. Oh my god! And you yes. saw all different planets. Uh, yeah. On the, oh, you're making me so happy. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. It was this big red telescope. You could use it as a telescope, but it really didn't do much until you like put these slides through, and then you could see like the planets on these little slides. And now I'm looking. I completely remember it. It it, it looked like uh, like five or six little slides. So yeah, that this Fisher Price stuff was ubiquitous and. Um, yeah that's how learning toys should be yeah it was fun but you be, like it didn't it wasn't forced down your throat and, it's like oh cool look at this and it was what piqued your imagination like travel and like the last frontier and knowing that the earth wasn't flat <laughs> it never occurred to me that back then when i had a fisher price star scope that this would be an argument yeah you used to learn in class that like people back in the day or, thought the earth was flat and you laughed at them or that, you know, that dinosaurs didn't exist. Well, I can guarantee... Watch this. Right now, I'm going to prove you dinosaurs exist. Ready? Listen. Yep. There is a brontosaurus and a T-Rex. There's a baby T-Rex and an egg. Oh, you have There's your another view T-Rex. Do you got your view master going? I'm, I'm looking at my view, view master right now. Dinosaur... Look, there's a T-Rex biting... Or that might be a ceratosaurus... Uh, biting the uh, plates on a Stegosaurus. Look at that. See? They're real, folks. I just saw it in the Viewmaster. I love the fact that I have this thing just sitting right next to me whenever I need it. Well, I'm sitting here with... I'm not petting Olive right now, but when I'm not, I've got this mad boy. Are you a supervillain? I am. I I live in my life like a supervillain. It's pets only because the space heater's on. That's the only reason she's. Ah, uh, that's true. Or is that why you're there and you're you're, you're using her residual heat? Yeah. It's like hypothermia treatment. Strip your clothes off, crawl in the sleeping bag of the cat, and try to survive. <laughs> she's a cutie. All right, squeeze. That's not why you do it. It's about body heat. I know. Uh, I'll teach y'all about it, and then the other time. Like a tauntaun. Yes. All right. Here's your last pick. From days of long ago comes a legend, the legend of Voltron, defender of the universe. Five fearless lion robots, Black Lion, Green Lion, Yellow Lion, Red Lion, Blue Lion. Go, Who together form Voltron. Lion sets each soul separately from Matchbox. Ah, uh, Voltron. Uh, now, look, I am. This is one of those topics where I have to have the little, uh, uh, what's the word? Disclaimer? Is it disclaimer? Okay. What's the thing that you say so you don't get yelled at? Is uh, that a disclaimer? Sure. Yeah, one of those. I wasn't the biggest of Voltron fans. No, neither was I. I, I had stuff. I was, I was maybe like a tertiary. Yeah. Voltron fan? There's a yeah, million dollar um, word for you. I, I like... Ooh, look at that. Um, when you are full of tersh. Um, I, I was... I looked at it. I treat it the same way as, like, a transform. Like, that. I put that in that category. It's like, I have to pick one. I got to pick a team. I'm going Transformers. I just remember when I, when I saw my sister watching Power Rangers, and I'm like, this is Voltron. Yes. I, that I do recall. Absolutely. Um, 
but Voltron and we're probably going to get shit for me even saying that but oh yeah well it's it's look it's bad it's bad it's all the same it all comes from the same place um and uh it look and I am not going to pretend I am any expert or anything whatsoever all I'm going to say is the the reason I brought Voltron up is cuz we we're talking about Toys in the 80s wait, wait, and wait 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 back up before we what? started the show, you were telling me, bragging to me, you're a Voltron expert. If anyone has anything shit to talk to you, you'll take them on. Okay, you, you threw me it. under the bus more than once this weekend. <laughs> I'm not going to let you do it in front of uh, at least 37 people that are listening. Um, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. Absolute God, I know. And, you know, here's the thing, too. So I went to do my, my various research, and, and it can lead... Bus? Huh? How'd I throw you under the bus? What this we oh with or the friends that we work with. Oh yeah, I did. Not not literally on the show, yeah. Um not that I care, but it was Well, I, you know, I had no choice. I had to. No, you you didn't. I love you, Gino. Um he's adorable. He is. Um What was I saying? Oh, so I, I started diving in a little bit into Voltron. And there are topics where if you know that I am well versed in that I go pretty deep in. That if you were to look something up, you're like, oh, shit, this goes very, very deep and far. Like, if if you want to start talking, like, Fallout stuff with me or... Uh... Or WWE Hasbro. I could tell a story from the other day. Yeah. Here's a funny story for you Hasbro <laughs> collectors. Uh, I was laying on the couch, and we were about to go out, and um, our second floor has, like, a big cutout that overlooks like our huge you know what i mean the overlooked balcony that you could see down into our living room oh in your house i thought we we're i thought we were in the diehard uh floor at work no, i thought you were at work no no no, no this is at home and yes, our, our our second floor at work really does look like a set from diehard yeah this it's is like a, home. it's like broken elevators and a christmas tree in a corner lights it's flickering yeah, I call. I've been calling it Nakatomi Plaza since the day we we moved in. It's fantastic. So, but this was at home, and um, I'm on my phone. I'm on the couch. She's getting ready. She looks over and she's like, "What are you doing, hon?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, this guy's selling custom Hasbro WWF two ups on Instagram," <laughs> and she just like shudders and just like like backs. It's like Homer when he when he like backs up that that meme when he's backing when he's asking Flanders what he's doing and he's like oh <laughs> and he, and, and he, he, and he like back backs into the through bushes. the hedge yeah <laughs> who, uh, who just for the plug i think i know who you're talking about who is selling them uh this guy no one that you would know it was some guy he makes custom ones so basically what oh. happened when hasbro was designing their wwf figures did start with a two up which was a double the size version of the hasbro figure that they 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 model and they cast to make sure they got all the detail right. Okay. So two ups are so big in the collecting uh, realm uh, that this guy makes custom two ups of any Hasbro figure, and they're like about he sells them for like about eighty bucks or so. And I just I was just sitting there enamored by them. But yeah, that was those. Yeah, she was like, "What the fuck?" Nice. Well, thank you. The more you can, more time you can eat up uh, for Voltron. I appreciate it. Because I, I was getting in trouble doing it. Like, it it oh, it goes deep, and the, and the confusion sets in if you weren't watching them all. And like it, because it's look, it's not even like they took something and like just dubbed it over. They just took bits and pieces of other Japanese anime and made an American show out of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, did you talk uh, to our good people over at WEP? What's that? Did you talk to our fellow coworker Munch? He wa- he's been watching the the new show on Netflix. Oh no, um, I'll ask him about it. Maybe I'll. I haven't committed to anything new yet. Like I'm kind of just waiting for Game of Thrones to end because I don't want to let anything interrupt my. Oh, we watched a handful of the new Shira on Netflix. They're freaking awesome. Oh yeah? yeah, I'm still bummed. Like I, 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 when Castlevania first came, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check this out, and I saved it, and I just, I only, tur- I only log into Netflix and watch shit like late at night, mm-hmm. and like I can't do that in the bedroom because you never, like, I can't turn put Castlevania on and fall asleep to it, and have a three year old wander in the room and start staring at the TV, and there's just a, like you know, animated nudity and severed heads all over the place, Speaking and then of- I have to explain why this is cool on sunday uh trailer park boys the animated series came out mm-hmm. and on sunday uh while enchantress read her you know smart people books uh i watched all 10 of them in a row so she just read dictionaries all day no she read books while i watched this show oh, that i i call dictionary smart people books because they got lots of words in them yeah so yeah i that it's so great it's so freaking great the uh, trailer park boys the animated series Came out on Netflix Sunday. It's it's there. Give it a watch. I gone through all ten episodes in one sitting. Um, and and if you really like it, send the producers a uh, a a letter saying how much you appreciate it using stamps.com. I forced that one in there. I'm sorry. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They it's pay a us. Jo- it's a joke now um, on Instagram. A couple of our more. Uh, friends of the show listeners kind of joke with me about what's our like that someone uh, he sent me the message the other day what what's the promo code because he was sending something on stamps.com <laughs> um i'm trying to think of a podcast that i like that doesn't get enough love uh i'll think of that all right um um, wait, I didn't even talk about Voltron yet. All I talked about is how I know nothing about Voltron. All right, well, go ahead. All right, so I'll, 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 I'll say this. So Voltron was a beloved and amazing toy and still adored by collectors to this day. And it was big, and it was awesome, and it was die-cast. Hell, Matchbox is the one that imported it. Um, and expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And I had one. Of course you did. I had a Voltron, uh, Voltron, a miniature Voltron three lion. <laughs> I didn't have a real one, um, so there were a couple renditions. All right, so you had the real legit Voltron, like the big one, like the the Megatron of the '90s, like the uh, all separate lions that you know your lion spaceships that formed together. Which I like how we joke about it. it's like pff, a spaceship lion. It's a fucking spaceship. Who cares about the drag? Like, why? Look, I get it that we have to make them to get out of our orbit into space. But once that capsule breaks off, we should make them look awesome. Yeah. Like, that should be our first. Uh, look, Elon, I know you're listening. The second you break uh, the bonds sque- of sque- Earth. Squeezer, squeezer, squeezer. What? We sh- you probably should be speaking towards Jeff. Elon's kind of gone off the rails. That's why I'm talking to him right now. No, fair enough. Yeah. 
as soon as you break uh, the bonds of Earth, when that capsule separates, I want to see a big yellow lion just emerge from it across space. How awesome would that be? This is the guy. I'm serious. He can make this happen. Make the next International Space Station look like Voltron. Why should it have to look stupid? Why can't it not look like Voltron? You want to make it look awesome? Make a space station look like Voltron. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know, something to do with physics and whatnot. I'm no scientist. No, no, because once it's in the vacuum of space, who cares? It's encapsulated. You get. You, I'm not saying you'll launch a, a line into space, which I'm sure we've probably done. Um, and we did it to dogs and monkeys. Why not a lion? If you haven't, we should probably see if lions can launch into space. Because otherwise, we'll never know. And then giraffes. Lions, then giraffes. Because the lions have to eat something. And if you launch only giraffes, then the giraffes are going to eat all the space grass. And you're going to have, you know, just a dry season. And Uh we can't have that. All right. Yeah, you can't have that. Um, But so that Voltron was awesome and you can build it up. The miniature Voltron is what I had, and it was kind of a bummer. And I got this, and it's not a bummer, it was pretty cool, but um, it, it didn't do much. It was kind of just a solid figure of Voltron. It was smaller, of course, miniature. It didn't separate into any pieces. Just basically, it's like, this is a Voltron action figure, not five action figure spaceship lines that form into Voltron. Um, but he had some die cast elements to him and stuff too. And of course I got this guy used cause again, like you'd said about, uh, you know, with, with masters, look, I, I, I was, a a weensy little tiny little thing back in the day. Again, that's why Voltron wasn't as big to me. By the time I was old enough for things to really kick in, you know, I had GI Joe and then, uh, I was also in the Thundercats and then, you know, and I had, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, and then that, you know, probably lost ground to, uh, what happened to Ninja Turtles? Aliens, more G.I. Joe, there's Legos in between all there, and then Jurassic Park was like the nail in the coffin to it all, and of course Star Wars was in there too. Um, That's the timeline. But yeah, I I didn't have, I, I, I have no real claim on a Voltron other than the mini Voltron uh, figure that was already scratched up and scarred, but it was one of those things. It's like, oh, this is cool. Um, I got to play with a Megazord, and this is one of those toys that the the you know the same kids that had fucking Castle Grayskull. Um, there were parts like you, you'd find evidence of a Voltron around. You'd find a a, a blue lion somewhere. And you're like, right. oh shit, this is a Voltron leg. And then you just go scouring through the rest of the toys trying to find a, a complete <laughs> Voltron, and you never... I'm going to build this motherfucker. Yes. Um, sweet. That's... You You got something on a Voltron. I'm proud of you, Squeezer. Thanks. I, I, I'm sure there are people out there like, dude, I, I saw it. Like, where's Voltron? I'm like, I don't know enough. I can't... I feel guilty even bringing it up because I know there's so many people that are so well-versed in it mm-hmm. and, and so many people that actually love it. And I and I appreciate that. I just I I don't have the knowledge, or and I'm not going to try to pass it off like I pretend I do, right. like with so much other shit on this show. <laughs> um, and it was a good show this week too. I think so. 
Yeah, we had a lot of information. Uh, you could spend the first hour of the show listening to me go through every wave of Ghostbusters, real <laughs> Ghostbusters figures, and then the other hour and a half of us talking about other stuff. Um, but yeah, this was a fun way to kick off 80s month, Squeezer. Uh, it absolutely was. Um, what are we doing next we week? We won't say, but it's something 80s related. So think 80s food, movies, music. It's something 80s. So come back next week and listen in. Uh, but for now, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a very 80s month.